What is up, y'all? It's your girl, Nick, Who? and you are currently tuned in to Roaring Twenties, a podcast where we hang out, spill the tea, and, and chat about life while being 20 and the 20s, honey. Period! <laughs> Today, we have someone truly amazing. It's my home girl. She is, like, my everything. I haven't seen you and talked to you in so long. It's my girl, Asia! Hi, y'all! <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. It is hi, been so- Hi, how are you? Oh my gosh, Wait, hold on. First of all, I, I like to do this on my podcast because I want to make it a regular thing. I want to make sure everyone's included. So what are your pronouns? Uh, she. <laughs> she, okay. My pronouns are they, them. Okay. okay, work. So I haven't seen you in so long. How are you, you beautiful soul? Oh my gosh. I am doing so much better than how I was doing before when, we, when we talked before. Mm-hmm. Which, when um we... I mean, we've been we've been talking for a, a while now, but I mean, like we used to go to a little backstory for everyone. We used to go to school mm-hmm. together, and she currently is no longer in school, and we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, she's done like a full one eighty, and it's just so beautiful. Um, but welcome hey. to Roaring Twenties, a podcast where we hang out, talk about we we dish the tea, and we talk <laughs> about life while you're twenty and the twenties, honey. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so one of the first questions I want to ask you is, mm-hmm. what is uh, how old are you? I am twenty-two. You are twenty-two, just like me. Twenty-two so years so, old, right? So we're like, okay. And what's one word that you could use to describe your twenties so far? Stress. Uh, Let me hold on. That's not even one pain, heart, confusion. Let me tell you. Uh, the I'm list so- goes on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I'm t- I, I feel that. I feel so much stress. One, as a Black person. Two, just as like mm-hmm. a 20-year-old in this society, it feels yep. like we have to have all of our shit together. We have to like exactly. know where we're going to go. We have to have our finances in order. We have to have, you know, a health insurance. We have to have mm-hmm. like everything. Everything figured out, and it is so fucking stressful. I feel and we're only you. 22, yeah, and it's crazy. It really is crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. So, so a little um, mm-hmm. what? So, so we used to go to school together, and then I, I remember, I remember, um, you know, you telling me at the end of the semester. Typically, what it is is, um, you're invited back or or you're not invited back. And what happened? Because all I remember was going on Christmas break and then not seeing my Asia in class. Mm. What what happened? Well, what happened was so, I it's like it was the music. It was a music theory class. Mm-hmm. Let me I tell you, music theory is a bitch. Yeah, it it is, and I do not know how to read music at all. Mm-hmm. So it it, it kind of hurt when it was like, okay, I excelled in all my other classes. You know, I passed all my other classes with with flying colors, and then it was like this one class that really set me back. And mm-hmm. it was like, damn, I put in so much, you know, hard work which, into it. And- which looking looking back, I that's not even your fault because that's one thing that I was really pissed about. We we actually we talked to um, mm-hmm. the the advisors at the school. They like had all the all the um, people of color in a, mm-hmm. a Zoom meeting with like a couple allies, and I was like, this should be the whole fucking school, especially with everything that's going on right now. But right. I was like, whatever. Um, and so we they we talked to them, and I was like, you know because we, we realized Asia we realized that like after this first year we didn't have any black teachers like we didn't mm-hmm. have any people of color on staff and it was just exactly I hate it I hate it that I, I took me going there for one year to really notice that but I was like if we had even one black teacher someone who could understand someone like you your experience your background never having theater but um coming to this school and even like having Mm -hmm. that one person even to talk to right I feel like you would still probably be in this program because 
the teacher w- was a white man and I mm-hmm. I feel honestly that he was not understanding of a lot of what you were going through as yeah. a black woman in the society you know so that was exactly. one thing that really really bothered me because I was like you know the system is set up for you and I to fail and I feel like mm-hmm. they should be mm-hmm. doing everything in their power to make sure that we are set up for success you know but oh, yeah, definitely. that's one thing that bothered me. But, but anyways, you were saying it was music theory that was really fucking with you and you had done really well in all your other classes. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and like for music theory, it was like, it wasn't like I wasn't trying or I wasn't putting in the effort, you know? Right. And I, and I was, but it sucked. It, it, it just hurt so bad because it, and because it was like with me, I never like, my life I've never like never thought that I would be able to even go to go to a music school even go to college or do something mm. I always felt like I wasn't gonna become anything or do anything with my life and it was like this one opportunity that I had you know and then yeah. it's like everything just shut down once I failed that class and I wasn't able to come back it just hurt so much because it was like I thought I had this one opportunity to do something in my life to become something in my life you know and it's something that mm. you know I've never done musical theater but I was starting to love it mm-hmm. and it was like and it just felt like my dreams and everything just shut down right before my eyes so. and and even even during going going through that process you know yeah. one one mind you you were all the way up in the Bronx and you were commuting what mm-hmm. an hour and a half just to get to school oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah every day to and from and and take it as someone one you're already like not able to be as social as you could be because mm-hmm. everyone's chilling at the dorms and you have to you know commute exactly but that also makes you makes you more uh, prone to being late um it also makes it more difficult uh to do homework and and just like all yeah. these other things that i that that oh you had so much going against you and and even like in the program i know there were people that really rubbed you the wrong way that that you had to like control your 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 anger and your frustration even though they were 100 percent valid you know but and, I, and it's, it's crazy because it's like you have it's like like we were saying before it's like like most of the people in the school are mostly white people you mm-hmm. know there's only a few black kids that go to that school and mind you it's like i'm in a school with kids that like like most of them i know not some of them don't have that experience but most of them do have that you know ex- experience with the musical theater and the acting yeah. and all that they've just, they've, they've so, been exposed to it even a little bit exactly. even if it's like soundtracks on itunes or like pandora you know what i mean yeah so it's kind of, it was kind of frustrating when I was going there and it was like people was getting frustrated with me because I didn't know how to, you know, do this or how to like, you know, um, harmonize or how right. to, you know, do certain things. And it was frustrating them, but then they came at me like, you know, I don't know. So no, then, you're, no, you're, you're completely right. I just feel like you, you weren't given the patience because at the end of the day, we're all there to learn. And yeah. when you signed up to be in this, in, in a group with other people, you signed up to, to be in classes with varying um, learning levels and various experiences. And, and I, I'll admit, I mean, we all have those days where, you know, you get something and you're like, oh, can we move along? But like, you mm-hmm. also understand that like, this is a group. I mean, it's only human to feel that way, but and when you constantly yeah. that way all the time, it, it makes other people around you feel so less than because they feel like they can never amount to, you know, who you are, or what you have or, or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, and so what, what was, what was it like for you after seeing that grade? And you, you said that you felt so defeated after, um, receiving, um, that grade in, in, in music theory. What, what was your mindset? Well, I guess when I, when I saw that grade, I didn't, I didn't, at first, no, I didn't see it. I got an email from the school mm-hmm. and they said that they, um, and they withdrew me from the program. So I was no longer in the program. So at first my heart was racing. I'm like, wait, wait, what was going on? What's going on? Like, you know, I thought I was doing good. Wait, did they, did they say anything to you before that email? No, they just emailed me and they told me that I was done with the program. So Mm. I 
message i emailed back and they're like yeah you failed music theory so um you need that class to be able to move on to you know the next to move on to music theory um mm-hmm. two or whatever so i was like you know what at first i was i felt i was very very devastated i was very i felt like i like everything that i ever wanted was just taken away from me mm-hmm. and it was like but then i but then I reached out to to her and I was like, is there a way I can try to, you know, come back from it? Like, can I retake the test again? Can I, what can I do? So at first I felt like I lost all hope, but then I was like, you know what? No, I came too far to like- For damn, for real. Exactly. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go again and I'm going to try and retake this test. I try to study. I, you know, I had help from, from, um, one of our classmates, Mm -hmm. um, and I want to give her a big shout out to Jen. Oh, yes. So I much. love her. Yes. Thank you so much. She helped me. She sent me the music theory notes. She sent me orals, everything. And I studied. I studied, studied. Then I went back. I was that time. Then I went back to the school. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to take this test. When I tell you, I was a couple points away from passing. But I did not pass. Oh I was just God. a couple points, and it hurt me so bad. It it just it, it it hurt me so bad. But at the same time, I'm I was like, you know what? I might have to repeat the whole semester all over again. So start from fresh, like from the first but year all over have, again. Uh, you shouldn't have to do that. I mean, but that's what they're telling me that I have to do. You know, that's what they're telling me that I have to do. That's, so I'm. That's so fucked. Yeah, it, it, it really is. But I've been talking to, um, so I was telling her, she's like, you're going to have to restart the whole program all over again. And I'm like, the thing about me is when something happens, when something does, like, if I fail at something, I'm so easy to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Forget it. I don't want to do it no more. Yeah, a I'm lot of black done. people are. Exactly. So because like, it you know takes what? so I'm much done. to even get there. It takes so much exactly. to even, you have to, one, it's like, you have to get yourself there too. You have to deal with the mentality of, mm-hmm. of all of that. And it's just like, it feels like everything is stacked up against you. And it, it, I, I, I don't blame you for wanting to be like, man, fuck this. Like you've literally tried all you've done all semester going home, crying, oh, feeling, yeah. feeling, feeling so frustrated in class, feeling like you can't speak up in class. Cause I saw you, I saw, I saw how, it, it, in that environment, it felt like you should already know music theory. And if you have questions, figure it out on your own. And I get how that, I get the real world is that way, but we're yeah. in this environment right now so that way we can become that. And I felt exactly. like that extra understanding and patience wasn't extended to you. I mean, I could go on and on because it, it's just so frustrating because I, I saw all the work you put in and I, I saw, and, and like no one else sees that as mm-hmm. one as black people, no one else sees all the work we put in, but as a black woman, you put in so much, you gave all of yourself. You, you, you had the, you had the odds stacked up against you. You had your, your, your family saying things you opened mm-hmm. up, you, oh, you, yeah. you discovered parts of yourself that, that you didn't even know were there. You allowed us to see different parts of you that, that, that you were so vulnerable and it was so easy. That's one thing I loved about your work you you open every day in class no matter what you were going through you opened up your heart and you allowed us to see what was inside and that was so beautiful for me and and I'm so honored to call you friend because it's because because I mean you 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 lit up every room I mean you still do you light up every room you're in your 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 character how you are your sayings your isms like you made you made us crunk man I'm telling you like (laughs) (laughs) so so but but I I um but I I'm saying all this to say that is that a I, I see that you're in a better place now. And so what's up with you now? What are you doing now? Because after, after that, right, you, that, that <laughs> test, um, you said you were a couple points away and yeah. you felt devastated. So what, what did you do after that? So after that, um, I started, you know, I started taking the nursing classes and, um, try to like, you know, go back to school for nursing and mm-hmm. just try to, you know, distract myself. But it 
it's like, it's not something that I wanted to do. It's not my passion. It's not mm -hmm. something that I'm interested in. So, you know, I still completed the CNA class. I still did that, you know. Um, but then I couldn't take the state exam because of Corona shut down everything. Yeah. All that. Thanks mm -hmm. a lot, you know. But it's like... It's this, this, this. It's like even though I was, do, I was still taking different classes and I was still doing, you know, different things to distract myself. In the back of my, in the back of my mind, I still hear like a voice that's always telling me like, try and go back to school, try to go back to New York, try to go back and do, you know, musical theater. Do it, do it, do it because this is you. This is who you are. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, yes. You know. So it's like something kept telling me and pushing me that you gotta go back. You gotta go back. I could be sitting down. I could, take, I could just be sitting down doing nothing or even whatever, cooking or cleaning or something. And I'm still hearing, mm -hmm. go back to New York, go back to New York, go back to New York, go back to that school. And so I've been reaching out mm -hmm. to anybody, you know, I want to start over again. I don't care if I got to start from the bottom, you know, uh. I, I'll just, I'll work my way back up. I'll still continue to do it. I'll still continue to strive, you know, because this is what I want to do. This is a passion. I want to sing. I want to act. You know what I'm talking about? This is yes. me. So it's I, like, I got to do it. So I, so I think it was last week I was talking to her and she was like, you still have your scholarship. Your scholarship is good for a year. Oh my God. You know? So, and she was like, I want you to come back to me. You know, classes, she told me classes start around September. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was like, if I'm not able to do September, I rather I'll come back next year in like you know spring or whatever, and I'll yeah. you know. So I have been trying. I want to go back. I want to finish because it's like the thing about us black people, and especially me, is like when we start something and we fail, we're so easy to give up and not go back and try to continue and pick ourselves back up and finish through with it. We just yeah. you know we're just like fuck it whatever i'm but, done i don't care but you know another part of that is like this is something that my my grandparents like they i hear them tell my little brother they're like um do do something do a job do something so that way you can survive we're so used to surviving yeah. that our dreams and what we feel and what we love has to always take a back seat and mm -hmm. and you know listening to my grandparents say you know you might you might have to do what you like on the side Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that, that never, I never understood that. I never understood that because I, I mean, I, I'm so glad I, I still don't. I mean, I understand yeah. the notion of, oh, I will not be able to eat and take care of myself if I don't mm -hmm. have money. And in order to do that, I need to get a job. But to completely turn a blind eye to what you love or, or, or only like seeing I don't know. I just, I, I, for me, no, that I know, was just I a concept mean, yeah. that I never understood. And mm -hmm. I love hearing you talk about your passion. And I love hearing that, you know, you're still chasing it because one thing that's, 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 that is going to happen is Broadway is changing and there's going to be so many more opportunities for people like you, for people like me. Yeah. And one thing that I've really have been learning and want to start doing is I have so many ideas in my head, but I'm actually working to, to like do something about them. Um, mm -hmm. But just like writing our own parts or writing, writing things um, collaboratively or, or just like doing little song snippets here and there, just like creating, just allowing, allowing those juices to continue to flow because you have a semester of experience under your belt. I know yeah. you still know, you know, fucking Meisner, you know, you know, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh which, my God. Yes. Which actually, um, our Meisner teacher, uh, retired. So you oh. were, mm -hmm, you, but, but it's okay. You, you are her, you are part of her last legacy and, and that's oh. something beautiful that you can take with you and she's going to be on the first episode of pose baby so are you serious oh yes Hi. yes yes girl <laughs> i can't wait i remember it's so cute because i remember um her telling us about it um the audition and mm -hmm. then we were like good luck good luck and then we were coming into class and caleb being like she got the job she got the job and she made us like all clap for her when she get when oh we my came god there. and then i remember um she had a substitute for the day she went she had to go she was like, um, 
she was like, oh, I have to go all the way upstate. Was yeah. Like, oh, I have to get up so early and go to White Plains, New York. But oh. she did it and she took pictures with Billy and she gave me the call sheet. So I have a copy oh. of that and her name's on it. I, I was like fangirling over the whole thing. So I can't wait to see her on it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited for her. I'm just, mm-hmm. thank God I at least, it's like. Yes. and But that's the thing though. Yeah. You have you have that name under your belt. So even, oh, yeah. even whenever you do finish this process, you, you keep that name because you know she, she's got your back no matter what she's rooting for you too we we, we yeah. talk about you in class all the time um whenever we had class you know say pause i mean you live on and we all Aww. love you <laughs> i love you for real i i i see i see so much of me in you and i see the hard worker and i hate how i hate seeing black people like fall into the traps that that black people always fall into because it's not it's not our it's not ourselves like it's not the the odds are stacked against us period so when i see when i see when i see someone like fall short because of those odds it it makes it hurts my heart because it's not how life should be we we should be able to do whatever the fuck we want be be contributing members of society and and like life could be so much easier like wh- why but wh- it it sucks because it's never gonna be that way i know i but you know but but, but I, a girl can dream yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we can only dream so so real. what what has life been like for you uh since quarantine i mean you, you are is <gasps> i believe you're an essential worker correct uh actually i haven't been after i think what we had we were quarantined since when march yeah i mean we girl let me tell you a little side note um we had class i remember march 13th we had uh one class it was like 12 we had like three hours to go we had one one more class Uh the president sends an email out to everyone basically saying we were like one of the last schools to close he sends the email out and when i tell you it said we're closed until further notice everyone Really? <laughs> running down the stairs. I mean, I was like one of the um my our section was among, among the last kids to leave. But everyone, it mm-hmm. was I mean, because the next week was already spring break, so they were like summer, 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 summer. Yeah, it was like all chaos. So everyone, just like, just like High School Musical. Yes, girl. And that email came out, mm-hmm. and everyone was boom out the door. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so what was um. So the thing about it is I was working and then they closed, they shut my job down. So oh, I wasn't really? working. Yeah, I wasn't working March, April, May. Did and, you get that unemployment? June. No, I did not. What? I didn't qualify for it. What? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because when I moved from New York all the way back up to CT and I started my job, I guess you have to be at your job for like, Six months or more. You are owed money. You are. Uh, you, you better uh, hold on. Hold on. Period. <laughs> you are owed. Period. And you better. You better crack down. I'm telling you. Better uh, Do that one more time for me. I gotta what? You better crack yeah. down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> What's up, y'all? I just wanted to take some time to shout out my cash app. She's been a little lonely these past couple months. Um, my cash app is dollar sign dank ninja one zero one. Again, it's dank. Fuck, it's dollar sign dank ninja one zero one. That is also my Call of Duty mobile tag, a gamer tag. If anyone plays Call of Duty mobile, please add me. Please play with me. I am very good. I am level one fifty, and yes. <laughs> Okay, no, but for real though, send me money if you love black trans people. Okay, bye. (laughs) So, what is your what's your love life been like since quarantine? Have you been 
Have you oh been my the goodness. Lord have mercy. Listen, y'all. Now we're about to get into some and I, sad oh, shit. And I, and I, oh. oh. Let me tell you. Now, all my ladies, I need y'all to tune in for this. Okay, okay. Pay so, attention. Everyone, stop what you're doing, even if you're driving. Yeah, That's one of my favorite things from my just favorite podcast. Just the highway. Just do whatever. Don't just... Stop driving. Stop eating. Stop Ross thinking. Matthew says that on um on his podcast. He's one of my favorite podcasters. He goes, stop what you're doing right now. Even if you're driving, just go ahead and uh, pay attention. Okay, so my love life. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. So recently, I just actually, yesterday was when um I went through a breakup yesterday. Mm-hmm. And yes. But <laughs> let's start from the beginning. <laughs> I know. Breakup sucks. I know. It sucks. And it's like, let's just say, it hurts when you you really love somebody, when you start talking to them, and it's like you really love them, and you're putting in your all into a relationship, and, mm-hmm. and you know, you're just giving it your all, and you're being loyal, hateful, you're just loving that person. But it's like, that person doesn't put in the same energy you know, into that yeah. relationship. And it, it hurts because it's like, damn, you know? Is this person also 20? Are you dealing with this a 20 person? Yes, I am. Girl, let me tell uh, you, dating in your 20s, look, we have probably two different stories. I mean, I, wait, do you identify, are you queer too? Because you're not, you're not heterosexual, right? Me, I honestly, at this point right now, I don't like to put a label on myself. Period. Uh, period. Period. <laughs> period, baby. I don't like period. to put a label on myself. <laughs> For real. Good. I say that too. Honestly, I don't label myself. I went to Christian school um, up until eighth grade. So as far as I know, labels are for binders and notebooks. Yeah, okay? exactly. That's it. But let's start the story. I guess you guys mm-hmm. want a story time about my relationship? Please. Yes, girl. What's the tea? All right. All right. So here we go. So I guess it was around November. And that time I was, was still in school, you know, and mm-hmm. I came down to CT for break. And my friends, they had like a... Um, CT is Connecticut. Connecticut. Yes. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but he had like, she had, she had thrown a birthday party for my friends. And I guess that's where I met him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he was always telling my friends, oh, you know, I want to, what's that girl? I mean, you know, I want to talk to her, you know, this and that. And so then my friends gave him my information. We started talking. Okay, it's cool, whatever. And the fr- you know how when you first start talking to somebody, they treat you so differently, you know. Yes, they show you it's, all it's the that, sweet that, things. Yes, baby. The, it's the, the that, new, oh. that new whip, girl. Before, yes. the, before, the, before the, uh, that new car smell leaves, Oof. you just bask in it exactly so it was like you know gave him a chance or whatever then as we who this is gonna be so juicy oh my god oh so then we're talking and i'm thinking that he's the only person that i'm, I'm the only person he's talking to and you he's better the, and, me. exactly and i'm and i'm it's like when i talk to someone you're the only person that i'm talking well, to wait hold on hold on this is where it can get kind of messy because some people will say unless y'all talk about it being exclusive then uh, then it's fair game but that's not but if you're having sex with that person okay see? and you're talking to them there should be no there shouldn't be a reason why you're talking to someone else See, you know what I mean? I I I feel that because I feel that, but but I people will say if you you can you can have sex with someone and you can be talking with someone, but if you don't formally say it's exclusive, then then you can you can be doing whatever. I don't. I mean, I, I don't I subscribe to that. that. But I don't. I know people do say those type of things, but I don't. I don't. Like I just that. feel like if I'm feeling you, you feeling me, and we talking, and you talking to me, I just feel like. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it should just you know yeah but it's like then what's the I, I i just don't get it if you if you're but the thing about it was that he was saying that he saw potential in us you know he wanted mm-hmm. to build something so anyways so i'm thinking okay you know we're talking to each other this and that it's just me you know you know we're having sex mind you we're all sex okay uh, listen mm. it, don't be silly <laughs> wrap your motherfucking willy let me tell you 
I, I am giving her a backhanded pat, backhanded. I'm giving her a grandma <laughs> slap on the wrist right now. Listen, but so I'm thinking, you know, and the night of February comes, then I go on Facebook and wait. So this, okay, so y'all was y'all was like talking and and fucking and everything from November to February. Yes. Okay, and it was so, good, right? It was like, good. Everything, everything was chill. Was, yes, everything was chill. So then, you know. I go and I go on Facebook, log into Facebook, whatever, and I'm scrolling and I see this girl is talking about this the same guy that I was talking to, and she's exposing him. And I'm like, wait, what, what is going on? Wait, like, like she did a post on on what, like on his page, or did she comment or? She made a him? post on her page, yes, and she tagged him. Ooh, she tagged your man, she, girl. Yes, and she was being messy, mind you. He's he slept with her. <gasps> that that night and she got mad because he was ignoring her so she exposed him because of that and that's how and then I found out that he was still fucking with her and she was like yeah he's still he's been fucking me for three months now what all that yup while he while she was talking to me so you know my mom's then I'm bawling my eyes I'm like oh my god he told me this he said that it's in the third Baby, and this then, is February. What happened? What, what you do? Listen, I cried my eyes. And then I went and I asked him, did you sleep with another girl last night? He said, yup. And that was it. He just said, yup. And he left it. I I'm like, oh my. Girl, you mm-hmm. need no more niggas like this. Let me tell, let me tell you no more niggas Listen. like this. See that that's the, the thing right there. What I tell you. The, the, he probably had that exact same mindset. Well, if 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 we ain't talk about it being exclusive, then then it's fair game. Yeah, and it's like, but the thing about it is, is the thing about me is that I never lower my standards at all. And with this guy, he's done me wrong so many times, but it's like I keep going back and I keep forgiving him and I keep forgiving him oh, I and I constantly shit. get disrespected. I go on social media and you're flirting with so many females under your post and then you tell me that it's a joke, but it's not a joke because you're, and mind you, we're boyfriend and girlfriend and you're still disrespecting okay. me. So, so when did, when did, when did, did you guys have a conversation being like, yeah, we're girlfriend and boyfriend or was that something that you thought? And he didn't No, think. what he did was he didn't tell me that I was his girlfriend. He went on social media and said, I have a girlfriend and posted a picture of both of us. Okay. So I didn't know he made me his girlfriend until I went on social media and saw it. So when was that? This was, and I remember the date, March 14th. So, okay, hold up. The timeline is looking a little messy. So you saw all this stuff from this girl exposing him in February. In right? February, yeah. And, and, and you, you confronted him in February and you were like, did you sleep with her? And He said yes. And, and you said you bawled your eyes out, but you went I back did. to him after that? I, I bought my eyes out and he told me and the thing about it was and this was a couple of weeks before my birthday this was like a week before my birthday oh. so he was like oh and then he came back to me and was like do you want to be my valentine and you know I was like you know mm. what just let me forgive him and uh-uh, let me just girl. and I did forgive him and Ugh. I was like you know he took me out on valentine's day he did all that Nick I don't how how like explicit can I be on your on your you can, show? Girl, you can be as explicit as you want. It's an explicit show. Okay then. So this is what happened after after um my birthday's February fifteenth. Mm-hmm. We went out for my birthday for Valentine's Day. All that February twenty first, I believe. I got a text message saying I need to tell you something. I am so sorry. I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to do, don't say this, this, is that. I was like, what's going on? He's going to tell me he has chlamydia. What? And he gave me. What? Chlamydia. And you, what? Oh, hell no. Oh, he- yeah. oh hell no, no. He gave me an STD. Yeah. That's some dirty dick, girl. Ugh. I was when I tell you, I, I, I was at, I, I've never had an STD in my whole life. Ever since I was my teenage years till mm-hmm. now, I have never ever contracted an STD ever, Which, and it was the first time. 
that's that's really fucked and i i mean there's nothing wrong with getting an sti or cd because they're normal and you should Mm -hmm. handle them accordingly but it's really fucked when someone will fuck you over like that oh yeah i mean what was your reaction were you scared i mean obviously you had to get i was i was i was crying i i believe the 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 same no, the next day I went and I and I took got the pills from you know Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. and I took I took the it Love was like a pink pill, yeah. So I it was in a bottle came like I think it was like what how many pills like two pink pills or three pink pills something like that. Mm-hmm. So I went I took the pills I had to wait a whole week or whatever, and it cleared back up again. So I was fine, but then my dumb self goes and no. I forgive him. No, what? I forgive him. Why? Why? (laughs) I don't know why. I I do know why because it was like, yes, he was doing me wrong. Yes, he did whatever. But it was like, I I loved him. And it was like, I really had feelings for him. Wait, this is this is something we've talked about before. Do you do you struggle with abandonment issues? Yes, I didn't have that love growing up from my father. I don't know my mm. father. I don't. I, I didn't same, have that love from any man. Oh my man. gosh, girl, same with me. Okay. Yeah. It, and and that's one thing I've been learning on quarantine too. I'm actually really glad you talked about this because this is something that I've been struggling with for a really long mm-hmm. time, my whole life, and I never knew why. Well, for starters, like. I like can't. I don't do well alone. Like at yeah. all. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. really weird. I don't do well alone, but I prefer to be alone. And I yeah. know that's, that, that's a, that's part of it is like a defense mechanism, but another part of it is just like, that's just how I grew up. Like, exactly. go, would like wake up, go to private school, come home and be in my room and, and repeat, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, whenever I moved out, I like one rediscovering my queerness and, and, you know, the 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 gay community at the time um mm-hmm. the, the pride community at the time was so like you are black and 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 we only want you for sex and we don't yeah. and, and everything was like big black dick this and big black mm-hmm. clock that and oh i really love your body and for me i didn't understand that all I really wanted, like all I was getting out of it was the fact that someone was talking to me, was the fact that someone was giving me attention. And I didn't realize that like, I didn't, I didn't know that I could say no. I didn't know that I had a choice. I didn't understand Mm -hmm. that if I go, if someone says something I don't like, I can say, Hey, that's fucked up and block them or Hey, that's fucked up. And, and, and let them know. I always was, was under the impression of like, I don't like this, but but they what i understood what i understand now is that it was a fear of them leaving me like one of the first Mm -hmm. things that happened to me when i moved to new york was i went to this beach with a trans friend of mine and i was in the water and this guy comes up out of nowhere and then just like gropes me and i was like i didn't know i didn't know what to do well i mean (laughs) like i mean and and in a in a different that's consent right consent i mean if if, if i was like feeling it too i mean there's this there's this whole unspoken language that goes on in the pride community but Mm -hmm. but it was very obvious that i was like uh frozen with fear (laughs) and he was like was like praying off of that and it just made me so uncomfortable and i didn't understand that i could be like no that's wrong fuck you bye i just like stood there and then i was just like uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, and it like ruined my whole day. Mm-hmm. And, and more spe- um, more recently, like on this quarantine, like I've hooked up with more people than I'm proud of because like I didn't understand that like all I really wanted was someone to just like talk to or to just like yeah. be just there. Be you around, know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and it's very tricky. Abandonment is is like something that i don't see a lot of in media i don't see it a lot in movies of like how yeah. to deal with it um the closest thing i've seen is this m- new musical called a strange loop which i'm obsessed with but like i've had to learn that i have to like want myself and i have to mm-hmm. like like give as much attention to myself as i was trying to get from other people you know and more recently i also contracted an STI and right. 
and it was Planned Parenthood also was there, and I'm so mm, glad. They shout were out there. to Planned Parenthood. Hello, hello. For real. <laughs> but but it, it's I mean these are real things, and these are things that affect Black people. And I feel like one people don't talk about it because it's like, how dare you? You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But then, but right. it's like the fear of that is what keeps us in these circles. Oh, I'm afraid of this, so I'm going to latch on to this, and it just becomes this this whole cycle. And for me, I had to continuously ask myself, how come I'm sitting out here in Brooklyn at 4 a.m. trying to get someone to like me and talk to me when I know damn mm-hmm. well I'm exhausted and I would rather be in bed but with my sleeping, cat. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And 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 I'm so glad that I didn't become another statistic because this could have been something that was way worse. But it really exactly. it just it like fucking sucks. Like hearing you talk hearing you talk about how someone can do you wrong so many times and you still go back to them, that's a slave mentality. Mm-hmm. And and it, it really it it's ingrained in us, right? Like no matter how many times people do you wrong, you turn the other cheek, no matter how many times yeah. someone mm-hmm. hurts you, you you know, you still have to love and and there's right. a, there's that added layer of abandonment which which was you know I, I i would spend all of my time in bed like literally all day not feeding myself not doing anything not showering not doing like literally on social media trying to figure out why my family won't talk to me why friends won't mm-hmm. talk to me oh, yeah. um, trying trying to figure out going through all our interactions and trying to trying to piece together the thing i said wrong that made them not want to talk to me and trying to understand all these different ways I could package myself so I could give present mm-hmm. it to my family in a way that's loving and just like all these different things. And I, I didn't understand like this past week, I like almost fainted and had to yeah. be taken to the hospital because I was worried so much about if someone else cared about me that I wasn't mm. even caring for myself. That's the thing. And my thing that I struggle with is like, I always, I don't remember the last time I've ever put myself first. And I don't remember the last time I've ever made myself happy because I'm too focused and I'm too worried about making other people happy, about caring about other people's feelings. That it's, it's like every time I do that, it's like I'm hurting myself even more because it's like, how can, how can I love somebody if I don't even love myself? And it's like, but it, it's crazy because, like, you know, I want to have love for myself. I want to, you know, but it's like, I don't understand how. I, I just don't I just don't know, man. It's like, it's crazy, you know? Well, the thing, the thing about it is for me is, like, I was like, oh, I love myself enough, right? And, like, yeah. I, 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 and, and that does exist. And what I've understood about myself is that, like, I love myself so much. I have so much love to give period. I think a lot of, I think black people do. Cause that's just, mm-hmm. uh, we have so much love to give. And, and, and what I, what I, what I've, what I've had to learn is that people, people have to earn that people have to oh, show yeah. you that they're deserving oh, of that. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and I was just, what, what would happen was I would meet somebody and I would be, so wrapped up in them i'd be like oh my gosh it, it, it it's almost as if like oh i'm so glad i found this person now we're gonna be friends forever right. like i can see us practicing drag together i can see us you know coming doing a podcast together i can see us hanging out and mm-hmm. like me going and like I, I i get so attached to that idea that it keeps me from seeing the fact that they just misgendered me and they didn't give a fuck about it 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 glazes over the fact that you know they yeah they said this one thing that hurt me or they did this one thing and didn't invite me and and it's not even like it's not even like it just like people show you who they are and i can't allow myself to be blinded by who i exactly think they could be you and know that's the about and that's the thing about me is that it's like i'm so blinded because i'm putting out all this love and it's like I see that they're hurting me, but I don't see it. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it, it's I just know like, that it, it doesn't, you're just like, it's just like, it doesn't matter. Like other people hurting yeah. you. It's like, it, like it doesn't hold weight because as long as they're there at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And exactly. that shouldn't, that shouldn't be the tea. And but at the same time is though, like if, and what I've, what I'm starting to realize is like, if you keep going back and you, you, you keep letting them mistreat you, mm-hmm. you know, 
and you keep forgiving them, they're only gonna they can they they're still gonna do you wrong because they know that yeah, if I do her wrong, you know she'll be mad at me, but I know that I can go back because she'll forgive me. Exactly, you're just, you know? you're just essentially enabling the exactly the, the behavior, and that goes yeah. with family too. And that's oh, yeah. the, that's so fucking hard mm-hmm. because. <clears throat> my my family will say and do things that that you know trigger me or hurt me but like i can't i can't cut off my family because i love oh, yeah. them you know what i mean mm-hmm. but at the same time i spent all of my time trying to make them understand why what they're saying and doing is hurting me that they all they all the all, all they did was they saw it as me trying to psychoanalyze them or they they weren't receptive of it and what I understood the hard way was that people understand things in their own time. And if it means that you have to put some distance, right. Or some space between that for yourself, it doesn't mean that, you know, that you won't cry because you love your family. It doesn't mean that um, you can understand what, 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 how they are. And if they like, for me, it's like, I understand why my family is the way they are. And I, I hold the key to, to, to helping them understand more so that way we can get to this next level but that's not realistic right because what's happening in the real time actually matters and Mm. and 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 what i've what i've understood is that sometimes it takes space so that way you can love yourself and understand yourself and 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 stand firm in what you believe um because if you do that as long as you stay true to yourself that's all you really can do. Yeah, because, and it's like, ever since I have been in this relationship of mine, it's like, uh-huh. I see myself, you know, I'm not myself. I'm lowering my standards. I'm, you know, I'm making right. myself feel so low. And it's like, my sisters is like, Brian, like, eight, like, they still call me, but Asia, this is not you. Like, yeah. you're, you're more outgoing. You're more, you know, you're coming. Yeah. Like, where's, where's you? And it's like, it's so crazy how one person can make you feel so low and so, and so bad about yourself. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. And it's all, and it's already about it is I'm already struggling with my insecurities. So it's like, when I see you commenting or posting up about, about another girl and I see you, you know, flirting with other females and I go and I click on their page and I look at them then I start comparing myself and I'm like damn maybe I'm not good enough for him maybe I don't look good enough for him why is my butt not that big is 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 my you know am I not that yeah. pretty yeah oh am my gosh I, it like, makes your like, brain go it, and it, it yeah does. and it's like no nobody if you're in a relationship should make you feel less of yourself you know period what I mean? uh, pe- period no they gotta make you feel like exactly they gotta make you feel like you're on top of the world like you know they gotta put you if they're not putting you on a high pedestal stop stop fucking with them you know what i'm saying exactly yes (laughs) yes girl and on that note Mm. we're gonna take a quick break TikTok is right. Y'all, it is very important. Early voting has started. Please, please, please vote, vote, vote. It is very, very important. If you can vote by mail, that'd be the best. Head over to www.vote.org to register. Request your mail-in ballots and find your nearest polling place. And sure. we are back with my girl. Okay. Hey. Yes. <laughs> so what's okay. So the twenties are a very tumultuous time. How are you feeling about all this black lives matter shit? And, and, and what was your reaction to, you know, seeing these protests and stuff go on? Ooh, so black lives matter. I, I'm not going to, I loved it because it was like, we're finally like, making our voices heard it's like i believe like when um with us it's like we 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 try the peaceful protesting you know we mm-hmm. try the peaceful marches but we still we still weren't being heard nobody was listening to us you know and we tried the martha luther king way but i guess to get people's attention to get their attention 
we had to resort to the Malcolm X way. You know, it was crazy. Yes, it was. But listen. But the thing is, is the real tea is that Martin and Malcolm wanted the same things. They were just painted as opponents. Like, yeah. And, and that, that's what's so fucked up. Um, I think it's no, it's no, I think it's a combination of things that are finally, because racism, racism is perpetuated by ignorance. That's how it's been mm-hmm. able to, to survive for so long. And the fact yeah. that people are at home, not being able to go out of their house, one, because of the government and two, um, because of this pandemic. Um, and everyone also has um, raised levels of ADHD because of the increase in social media. So no matter how, how hard they try to escape social media, they like it and they want to be on it and they want to see it and i Mm -hmm. think it was not being able to leave the phone mixed with everything that was coming out and it was like oh that black person died Uh, hashtag rest in peace prayers next and then it was like boom another black person you were like uh okay um uh hashtag rest in peace next boom and it was like another one it was like you can't ignore what's going on and then it was like multiple happening in a day and then and then it's like the added white people because we are essentially if every black person was protesting right now we wouldn't be able to make a difference i think yeah it's 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 a combination of of what's going on on the front lines of these protests plus what's going mm-hmm. on online plus what's going on in hollywood and and everything and and it's like black people in every arena are are understanding that now is the time and yeah. what, what what i've been saying is i've been saying that like our ancestors all the way from i mean oh my goodness from the very first slave to beyonce's mm-hmm. lemonade have been Pilly. stacking the rungs of this <laughs> ladder splinter by splinter for us to walk up it into this new new age and it's yeah. not going to be a, a, and i like struggle with time i don't understand it but what i'm seeing is that like this is definitely a marathon this is definitely something that's going to take time and it sucks because i feel like we all can clearly see where the problems are and we all can clearly see when this administration says lies and we can see what they're doing but it's like the system is so ingrained into everything we do that we have to untangle things one by one and as we're untangling there are people actively tangling shit and right. so mm-hmm. I like you see it like right like, the media is not even showing these protests anymore but we can still see them online barely mm-hmm. but we can still see them online like yeah this there, there's just I mean it, it's just so wild to me I'm so blessed to be living right now because I'm I'm just seeing all the like I don't know if I told you but I was um unlawfully arrested and I went to jail for 17 hours with no food or water in a holding cell with six, uh, 80 other niggas with what? no hand sanitizer, no no washing of the hands, no masks, nothing. Yeah. What happened? So I was walking. I, I was I was on the front lines of a protest, but it was un- an unfortunate series of events because it was the day that um, the orange man inflicted the the. Um, the curfew and Mm -hmm. um that day because i'd already been protesting the days before we noticed that they stepped up their cops from four thousand to eight thousand there were niggas on bikes niggas on scooters niggas walking and 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 they had extract extracted the leader of the protest because he was gone after washington square and Mm -hmm. so it was just a whole series of events and then we turned on this one avenue and they cornered us and then got everyone and i mean the the amount of stories i heard from that night of people there was this one girl whose friend was like oh my gosh it's walked down here and they got scooped up there was another person there was another guy who worked for um someone famous he was a a um a uh, assistant and he was like oh I, I just decided to walk down this way and he was and I remember all night him being like I should have never walked down there like right. it, it, it was just but it was so eye-opening for me and I got to see the system for what it is and it's so fucking flawed and I saw everything I heard everything and it, it was just it, it made my blood boil because they they saw me as like another black person but they didn't understand mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. I came from a background that's more similar to that of a um middle class white person because I grew up in the suburbs um and I was always looking at um I was looking at I, w- I was just always in like different spaces I was always in either all black or all white spaces yeah but the thing about it is like 
with these white cops, you know, it doesn't matter when they they only see it's color. all of them. It's all of them. Honestly, I've I've seen I I I shared a moment with with this um this this Latina woman um in front of Trump Tower one of the first nights I had protests and I mm-hmm. actually felt sorry for her for a second. But then I was like going through the system. I'm like it puts it truly does put the good cops in a tough position. But oh at yeah. The end of the, but at the end of the day, you are upholding a system that is that is intrinsically racist it is inherently racist period period and if you're not actively doing something inside to, yep. mm-hmm. and, and, and 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 i'm and, and i get it i get it you have to provide for your family but there are other ways there are starting only fans Period. <laughs> I'm telling right. you, they will go crazy for a cop. Um, ooh, I'm telling you, you, you they the love the dad bod. Got the guns. You will set, girl. Okay. <laughs> so, what what do you, as a 20 year old living in the 20s, right? What mm-hmm. do you hope to see for the future? What do you hope for us as a people and us as a society? Because I know it's going to take work to get to a more homogenous society or a society where we're all one that probably will never happen but what do you see for the future what do i see what do i want to see i mean both because look we're 20 year olds going into this new ass decade and this decade Mm. is going to be defined by what we do you know and the choices that we make i feel like you know giving us more us blacks you know more opportunities as as in how these how like because it's so easy the way how they make it easy for the white man to get you know to get a job or to you Mm -hmm. know or just when you when we like when they walk into a certain store or whatever and there it there's no problem with them you know but with us black people just giving us that you know I think they, uh, I, I think we have it. to start with I think we have to start with reparations period period mm. because 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 at the end of the day I mean Germany Germany acknowledged their role in the Holocaust and they paid reparations to Jewish people yeah we we have never we have I mean like looking at YouTube videos from a year ago and listening to people talk about um <clears throat> excuse me, a product that was made for a black person and being afraid to say it's for black people. Like everyone's so uncomfortable when it comes to race because it's never been formally acknowledged. It's always just evolved. And I feel like there needs to be a definitive, this is where we went wrong. When we burned down um, Tulsa, we were wrong. When we uh, lynched, we were wrong. When we... um, uh, gosh, everything like like there's so much to apologize for, but they and, never going to apologize. But, but 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 we need. But the but the T is is that there that we have to start talking about that because how can we heal as a nation if if there is no acknowledgement of where you've been, where you've gone wrong. But I feel like we've tried to voice that out. Oh, oh, and we for still sure. haven't gotten anywhere but, at all. So, you know, and it's crazy because even though, you know, we still, when we rioted, you know, thinking that it was going to form some kind of change, it's still there. You know, yes, it's like yes. we can try, but it's, we're not, I feel like, I don't want to seem like a Debbie Downer or like, you know, but I feel like for us, it's, we're just not going to, it's just not going to change. But can you I know speak what I to mean? that? I, I completely sure. understand. I, yes, I understand. It's 400 <laughs> fucking years of seeing the same thing. The and, same shit, and, and, yeah. And, and, and watching it evolve and then being like, damn, they evolved. Now we, now we have to take another 60 years to get over this evolution. Yeah, I, like, I totally understand that. But right. where, where I see us going is I see, realistically, if Joe Biden wants our vote and, and, and he, he, he needs... To, he needs our yeah. He needs I honestly he needs to, he needs Kamala Harris as his as his vice president. Period. Because mm-hmm. the two biggest topics that are being talked about right now is the Me Too women's movement and the Black Lives Matter movement. And mm-hmm. and who better than a black woman? And exactly. what I see is in possibly ten even. T- 
who whoever knows but if he chooses her he opens the door for possibly having a black woman as president but but i think he needs he needs kamala harris because because we need someone for us speaking for us in like at, at that seat of the table like yeah like and that, and that's why that's why i feel like reparations and all these things that we're talking about defunding the police these these are things that probably won't happen i mean i don't want to say probably because we've seen what can happen in time but these are real legitimate things that need to be talked about health care for all um reparations for black and indigenous people like Mm -hmm. like all these things are are being talked about and i think if we keep them on at the forefront of conversations and we constantly yeah. don't allow politicians to ignore these things i think we could possibly see get somewhere yeah 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 mm-hmm. i that's just that maybe that's just the hope in me i've i get my rocks off to hope if i didn't have hope i would be dead <laughs> and that's the true motherfucking tea but i just i just have so much hope for the future and i hope we can get there as a people because I everyone really is looking so everyone is looking at everyone is looking at america like 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 literally i have friends in in España and friends in, in france who who are like we see america and y'all look mad dusty over there we y'all, y'all <laughs> talked about y'all talked about um reality tv we're the only ones who really fuck with reality tv and so right. everyone's over here looking at us looking at Don, uh, the, uh, the orange man talking about how we um, elected <laughs> this nigga off the tv uh. it, yes it, it's just like oh gosh i want to be proud to be an american i really do i really want something to believe in i really yeah. want to 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 be a part of this nation but how can you be a part of something that doesn't want you to be mm. a part of it and 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 if you don't if you don't disillusion yourself to believe that you are a part of this society then you can't get anywhere because if i don't believe that i am an american we're constantly going to be segregated i mean it's just so frustrating and that's why like as 20 year olds living through this time i think we we hold we hold the key we do Mm. we do I believe uh, I believe that as well, you know. I could go on and on. I just uh, Wow. Girl. Uh. So, what 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 music you been feeling lately? <sighs> Let's see. I, you know, I mean, I love anything, everything, but most of the time I like, you know, I mean, it's to a lot of gospel music. Mm. Me too. Oh and my God. it's like, uh, it's like, it's like when you're going through, when you're going through rough times and you're going through hard times, you know, they have those R&B, they have those, you know, but there's something about gospel music that just lifts your soul and give you <sighs> yes. so much, you know, hope and joy. And it just, and it just soothes you. Tasha Cobbs, you know, oh, my favorite yes. song, my favorite song from Marvin Sapp. Um, Never would have made it. Oh, come that on, one. come on with the let vocals. <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, let me tell you, but, you I know. will get down to a Mary Mary, baby. Oh, Mary. Oh, go my get God. it. Go get it. Love. I love, love Mary. I love the sister. Like fire, shut up in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you telling? Yes. I love them. They're so uplifting. If this is something about gospel music, that's just so different. And it's like with me, it. What I always said is that yeah, you know, I always wanted. You know, I could do musical theater. I could do whatever. But once I, once I really get myself up there. I want to transition into gospel because like mm. I've been through so much and I and yes. I know how it feels to be at your lowest lows. I'm talking about real low. I know how it feels. And so to make music that can uplift people and give people hope, you know, mm, that's yes. that's that's one that's one thing that I always want to do it's whenever needed, I get up there. Yeah. It's it's one thing that I always wanted to do. You know. <sighs> I love you. You I love you, you restore my soul. I'm so excited ah. I got to talk to you today. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't think you understand. I, I just want to feel you. I miss hugging you. Oh, I miss walking with you from school oh. back to the dorms. I miss calming you down when you get real pissed off. <laughs> oh my God, I'm getting pissed off. They be really trying me, babe. They, they really, really be do. trying me, boo. 
Baby trying. I'm telling you, girl. But honestly, whenever you do come back, because I do believe it's an if. I'm sorry, I do believe it's a win, not an if. When you do come back, you've you've already gotten the tools. You you you're gonna Mm -hmm. come back kicking stronger than you ever have before. Oh yeah. And and I, I can't wait to see it, you know? Yeah. So lastly, on this podcast, I like to make this a space where we all can learn and talk about the shit that we're learning. So mm-hmm. what's one thing you've learned, one thing you are learning, and one thing that you want to learn? So this can be something as simple as like, I'm learning about me. This can be something as simple as like, I want to learn how to uh, cook snickerdoodles. I want to learn how to <laughs> clip my toenails with my eyes closed. <laughs> you in 11. What's it, your 11 bars? Huh? What is it? Oh, lemon bars. <laughs> I fucking love lemon bars. Oh my fucking god! I have to try bars. it. You gotta make some for me so I can try yes. them. Yes. I don't know if you're ready, girl. You might be addicted. Let me tell oh you, baby. Oh my <laughs> But yeah, so what's one thing? One thing? Mm-hmm. one thing you have learned. One thing you are currently learning, and one thing you want to learn. One thing that I have learned. Yeah, one thing you've got a grip on. Never put your all into somebody that's not giving you back that same energy. It's so all one thing I've learned to always put yourself and love yourself first. Period. Exactly. One thing that I I am learning is I'm still learning to love myself. I'm Mm. that's what I'm still learning to love myself. And it's always been a struggle for me because growing up, I've always had, you know, people always talk down on me. People always said so many negative things towards me. And it's really brought down my self-esteem and myself as a person. It's like, even when people tell me, oh, you know, Asia, you're so beautiful. You're so pretty. It's hard for me to see it because of what I've been told growing up, you know? Yeah, it's a a constant mm -hmm. journey. It's a constant journey we're all on. And some days you feel like you've taken 10 steps forward. Other days you feel like you've taken 10 steps back. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. And so, yes. And what's the other thing again, love? Uh, one thing that you want to learn. Um, well, for one, music theory. That's for one thing I want to <laughs> learn. You shitting me right now? <laughs> That's one thing I want to learn. Shit. For real. Oh. Actually, there, there's some YouTube videos I can probably hook you up with, but it's okay. I mean it's really not it's really not that hard. It's just if you don't get it from the jump, you're screwed because it's all like building on top of each other. No. But yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode oh. of Roaring Twenties. Where can people 20. where can people follow you if, on your social media? Okay, so I'm still trying to build up my Instagram, That's but okay. you can follow me. I'm um, at queen dash B E E one seven eight. Add me on Snapchat. I'll put yeah. I'll put it in the show notes too. Your uh, Snapchat is really lit. You be doing things and her hair. Oh my gosh, the wigs uh, and the hair. Yes, love. I have uh, been. I have been. Um, I've been. You know. I've been falling way back with that, but I gotta get back up on my on Let my hair so that I've been doing. Oh, yeah. she got the hair. She got so, the hair. <laughs> period. What you talking about? <laughs> Pause, if you guys, baby. If you wanna if you all wanna follow me, you can follow me everywhere at it's Nick, I guess. Please like and leave me a review. I wanna know what you guys are thinking. Please leave me a good mm-hmm. review on Apple Podcasts. I wanna get that five stars. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and be kind to one another. Who am I fucking L? I'm gonna edit that out. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, keep it popping, keep it right, and wash your motherfucking hands. Okay. Yes. Bye. Well, bye, guys. Roaring Twenties is a podcast that is recorded, edited, and mixed by yours truly. The music at the beginning and end of every episode is created by Elijah Lyons, and the cover art was created by Chris Marklane. <laughs>